Chapter Ten of Pee Wee Harrison Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harrison Luck by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter Ten: Another Vision of Splendor. Everett Braggin ran his Ford to the side of the road and came toward the partners, smiling all over. He was in the transition period when sometimes he wore short trousers and sometimes long ones, and on this day, unfortunately, he wore long ones. This made him look considerably older than on the day when Pee-wee had encountered him in the Snailsdale station. His suit must have been a different one than he had worn on that occasion, but his handkerchief was folded in precisely the same stiff fashion of affected carelessness exhibiting its border well i'll be jiggered he said affecting not to see hope but at the same time adjusting his scarf by a little pull in honor of her he also made sure that his handkerchief was properly disposed for exhibition what do you know about that i was just taking a little spin to get away from the traffic cops when who should i see but you how are you kiddo so this is goodale farm huh he added looking around and giving his scarf another artistic little jerk so that it stuck out and what the dickens are you up to he asked planting himself in front of the float as if he might possibly be induced to buy it great kids these boy scouts eh he did not address this last remark to anyone in particular by way of showing how far removed he was from a boy scout he sat down on a box and carefully gave each trouser leg a little hoist then contemplated his ankles it's just sort of killing time hope said rather apologetically anything's better than nothing pee-wee was a little disappointed at that we're going in the parade he said and we're going to try for the prize this is my partner ain't you hope this was all the introduction that he received but it was all he required some artist hey he commented alluding to Pee-wee. is all we could find to do in this poky old place said hope as if a little ashamed of her participation in the decorative enterprise she stood as if rather abashed by braggin's derisive inspection of their handiwork a hammer dangling from one hand and a strip of bunting hanging over her shoulder Pee-wee felt disappointed almost betrayed he had always the courage of his convictions and as for acknowledging defeat before the end of battle his sturdy little heart rebelled at such a thing it isn't finished yet he said it's got to be a good deal better than this there's a a kind of secret about it something that's got to be inside of it you wait till you see it in the parade there's an inspiration that goes with it he added darkly everett braggin winked significantly at hope and she smiled both the work and the smile were at pee-wee's expense you ought to see the float we're going to shoot into the parade said the visitor it's a traveling landscape yours sincerely is going to be sitting on the lawn playing cards while we roll merrily merrily on the girls up at the snailsdale house that's my little old hangout they can't eat their meals on account of getting that float ready they've got us trotting over to the village store forty eleven times a day every person in the house put up two bucks 
our float's got to be a whole parade in itself i bet your float hasn't got a sign on it as big as this one peewee said seizing upon the most conspicuous feature of the float and hurling it as it were as a sort of bomb hope looked ruefully at the enormous sign as bragan read the words aloud she caught the note of ridicule in his voice and seemed to join him in his implied derision goodale manor farm he read wherever you go around this neighborhood you find manners stalesdale manor goodale manor it's a wonder you don't have some yourself peewee vociferated oh aren't you perfectly horrible hope said but bragan only laughed are there many boys at the snailsdale house hope asked and girls she added to make her query seem less brazen oh a couple of guys beside myself said bragan pinching the treasured crease in one trouser leg and giving it a little hitch one of em's got a kid sister about fourteen we're a pretty lively bunch there are a couple of chaps from high dome university coming up pretty soon college boys hope asked excitedly tennis sharks bragan said do you go in for tennis much oh i just love it i'm not so stuck on it i'm out in my car most of the time is that your car out there that's him small but lively can't hold him in i bet you can't tell what kind of tires a car has by the tracks peewee said wedging his observation into the talk scouts can i should bother my young life about tracks laughed bragan i'll tell you about that pair he continued speaking to hope to peewee's utter exclusion we're not saying much about it up at the house but i don't suppose it makes any difference what i tell you down in this graveyard hope laughed they're high dome boys and they're crackerjack tennis players so you see we're booked to walk away with the tennis match too say if the town hall wasn't nailed down snailsdale house would walk away with that too we've got a russian pianist coming up too long hair and all that sort of thing you've got to pronounce his name in sections i know a feller that's got a name with five syllables peewee interrupted in a kind of defiance there's a rich old guy coming too said bragan we'll be hoopin' things up in a couple of weeks or so kind of quiet down here huh something like being dead how do you know because you were never dead peewee shouted at which hope and bragan both laughed some kid huh the visitor said he's a scream hope whispered why don't you come up and stay at the snailsdale house everett bragan asked there are a couple of rooms vacant now you here with your folks just my mother hope said she's run down well snailsdale house is the place to get wound up take it from me we keep going all right up there keep the old victrola going overtime do you dance you bet i do well i'd like to know what you're doing down here then she knows more about about woodlore than you do he shouted loyal to his pal but hope was not aware of his loyalty she was thinking of the snailsdale house with its whirl of gaiety and its victrola are they coming soon those uh, those people sure next saturday 
same day as the parade they'll just miss it i think they're all coming on the same day if we win the prize we're going to buy a victrola peewee announced in a sudden inspiration and then we can have dances here hey he looked almost imploringly at hope she was sitting on a milk stool which she had been using to stand on her gaze was on the ground and she was tracing lines in the dirt with her little foot so you think you'll win the prize do you everett braggin asked patronizingly sure because i'm lucky said peewee neither everett braggin nor hope stillmore caught these momentous words hope was too preoccupied with visions of russian pianists and college boys and dances everett braggin was too much preoccupied with himself so neither took to heart those words of defiant confidence uttered by this little outsider girls might come and go but pee-wee's luck would not forsake him and it would have been well for miss hope still more if she could have but known that end of chapter ten recording by john brandon